With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ich bin Nico Sturm und das ist Pucks Tief. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back into Pucks in Deep. I'm your host, Connor Thelman. And I'm your co-host, James Murray. Connor, uh, you missed a fun weekend this weekend in Wisconsin. I hear I did. Uh, you guys, how many pucks do you get in deep there? We got a lot. We got a lot in deep, and I almost got some ice time. Yeah. Uh, was, really? Yep. The boys needed you? Or you just... I think coaches got me pumped up. The boys were going <laughs> on, the, on the ice in the third, down 2-1, and... Uh, Coach is right by the in the in the hallway there outside the locker room. He's telling him whoever has the most ice bags wins, and I and I da- and I damn near put on the pads and just went out there with the boys. I was ready to run through a wall. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt. You don't want to be the guy with the least amount Madison, of ice Madison, and shout out to the university, the hockey team, all the staff there for letting us do our thing. Um, it was a great experience, and wow, the facility they have there and what they got going on there is special. And you can tell why Rides chose it. You yeah, know, obviously, yeah. boys are buzzing. Um, I like to thank uh, Turcott too. Uh, for sitting down and doing an interview with us. Uh, it was nice of him. And now we got um, that coming up as well this week. So Putting on the map that, not even to mention. So that episode number three of Locker Room Talk. Jam-packed yep. epi coming here today. Uh, also got uh, Nico Sturm. Ever heard of him? Uh, maybe in the show, yeah. That yeah, guy. he. oh, that's right. Clarkson. He is in the show. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Him and the Golden Knight are best friends. They'd like still text, I heard. For sure. I mean, yeah. why do you think they're just tearing it up right now? Do you think like the Golden Knight? Nico's piping like, him up. Obviously, it's like a, you know, there's a real person under there. You, th- you got to think. It could be. It could just be him, though. You know, Maybe. like in between games, he just love. He's a rink rat. The guy has to be around a puck. He has to be sending something on that. Mm-hmm. And why not? You know, get some extra time on the ice. Yep. Yep. So that's why Clarkson's hot right now. We got an interview with Nico Sturm later. So stay tuned for that. Gonna want to hear everything that he's got to say. But yeah, we had a big week. Let's just jump into it. Um, I, I am gonna cover it. At the top of the, Atlanta you guys already conference. know what's coming. You know what's coming. Every, <laughs> Niagara every, had a tough yep. series. Uh, some might say that. You know, I say the tank's back on. Good for them. You know, kind of knowing what they got to do to uh, stay There's under no the radar. There's no tanking in college hockey. You don't get a better draft. Well, pick you want to be under the radar. And Bentley. Niagara's, you know what, that last Bentley, they're going to have to play Bentley next general's year. under the radar. They, okay, but, I mean, you don't want to have all the hype coming out. You want to just kind of sneak in and take the world by storm. And they, they kind of did that. They set themselves up nicely for next year. <laughs> so I'm pumped about that. Yeah, uh, we're going to move on from there. Uh, Sac- Sacred Harp did sweep Air Force. They continue to stay hot. Plus up. Pretty sure Those I predicted the Sacred Heart sweep last week and over Air Force. I think I did say did that. Did you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. We're going to have to have somebody. Stats guy's going to have to double check that. Yep. But yep. we'll see. So that's basically all you need to know about the Atlantic Conference. Uh, but, yeah, how about the Big Ten? How about them ghosts? He kind of skated over that in the intro. Gophers showed up in Madison, showed out. Uh, big time sweep you know there, rode the there. boat. I was there to witness that. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't know. Any, uh, I think I think Friday night's that, that note call on the Sean's trip i think that turned the whole game around i think madison was and they were right in that game okay. there's no trip call and then gophers go down scoring that same play 
I changed the whole game in series. It's true. This is Rough true. no call. But I don't know. Still, still a little salty about it. impressive. They got some talent on that team. I'll say that, though. Both sides. I mean, oh, huge yeah. sweep for the Ghosts, kind of setting themselves up nicely for the tournament here, kind of making a yeah, push they, towards some big games top seeding. This weekend that could, that could, you know, set them up for the playoffs. So No doubt. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, the teams at the top right now are kind of falling. Notre Dame with a big series over Penn State. They haven't been lucky. The Irish have not been lucky, I'll tell you that. They've not been lucky, but, you know, they tie 3-3 on Friday, pull out a 4-2 win on Saturday, and I guess I can stop calling them frauds because I'm not worried about Notre Dame. I am worried about Penn State. That's three weekends in a row where they've just looked like the lunch lady and Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. I'm talking extra shut play <laughs> from the boys over there in the Nittany Lions. I mean, one, three, and two in the last six. Not a good look. Doesn't get any easier the next three weeks. Got Ohio State, Wisconsin, and then they host the Gophers the last series of the season. I'm worried about Penn State, and I'm worried about Ohio State as well. They split this weekend. You know, Wolverines, three to two win on Friday. They outshoot the Buckeyes, 42 to 27, and then outshoot them again on Saturday, 36 to 21, but still lose to Ohio State on Saturday. So a much-needed win to kind of stop the bleeding there for the Buckeyes. And yeah, Big Ten's wide open. It is. It's gonna be fun to watch the rest of the you know rest of the season. Um, I'd say it's probably the closest conference. I know oh, Atlantic's pretty close too, but it's more open than Sammy Watkins against Richard Sherman outside the numbers. You know, just toss it up to him. <laughs> that was a hell of a game last night. That was fun to watch. But, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm still recovering from that too. Got a lot of pucks in deep. Um, but yeah, we'll move on <laughs> to about the yeah. WCHA James. Your beeves. Can we talk about them? I mean, if you're not, someone else will. So, I mean, that's true. They're, they're hot right now. They're the Niagara of the yep. WCHA. A lot of people are saying. <laughs> about to be Minnesota's team by the end this of the year. True. Sorry, Duluth. Sorry, Dad. Whoa, Just not Minnesota's it. team. Yeah. Niagara's America's <laughs> team. Minnesota's team's definitely the dogs. No, no, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the Beavs are ranked 18th now. and um, I mean, Quinnipiac did pass them. Yep. Unfortunately. Quinnipiac had an impressive weekend. They, yeah, we're, we'll talk about that in a second here. But yeah, Beavs, you know, hotter than Shakira and J Lo. I, I put it in a soup kitchen here. I don't even know if that makes sense, but I'm gonna say it. Sure, you know, yep. it's been sad. And- <laughs> four, four one yeah. Friday, four two Saturday. Only five points back from the Mavs. You know that one. Yeah, seed. that was. Uh, I don't know what happened on Saturday. Do you? I mean, do you? What happened? Uh, I think Toomey was taking a nap, and then he woke up with one minute left in the in the third and helped them get tied up there. But yeah, uh, who knows? Anchorage, tough team. Tough team. Tough team. Seawolves, you know what? The Seawolves are actually in the in the uh, last playoff spot in the WCHA right now, too. Beating um, them, them Seawolves. Seeing, yeah, just having <laughs> them have a chance in the playoffs would be cool because I, I never got to see them in the playoffs. Me neither. They never made it, they never made it when I was in Bemidji, so. Yeah, I, I'd be definitely pumped to see them. Uh, WCHA news I got here. Six points for Gryffindor. Yeah, dude, eh? I don't even know what's going on. Oh, the Harry, Harry Potter right reference. Now. Yeah, well. You see that? Okay. but yeah, a Harry Potter guy, but. Apparently, loser. <laughs> Northern Michigan takes out their brooms. You know, their lead seeker, Griffin Lauren, carries the boys to another sweep over Ferris State. 5-2 both <laughs> nights. Griff Dog hits the 20-goal mark with eight eight games left in the season. 20 goals already. Yeah, he's going to have, like, I don't even know. I think I predicted I 25 think last pod. Comment, actually. I think he that could go over 25. Who? <clears throat> Who'd you say? Hmm? Your what hurts? What? I don't even know. I can't. What are- I'm you so said confused. something while I was saying something, but yeah, they have a contention to the two seed, you know, Bemidji and Northern Michigan. Who's going to win it, James? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I can't answer that question right now. It All depends. Right. All right. I know, I, I know my Beavers have you know, a talented player coming back soon here, so we'll see Mr. Harris. But This is true. Well, in a big series for uh, Northern <clears throat> Michigan, they play Mankato this weekend. That's one of the uh, bigger matchups to look out for. We'll talk about that a little bit more down the road here, but I mean, it's it's neck and neck there for sure. 
Uh, moving on to the Smart Kids Conference, you know, let's get educational here. Some big matchups. Yes, it's Monday, that time of the week. Dude, I'm going to lead with Cornell <laughs> being hit in the face like Johnny Depp on Friday. I mean, Quinnipiac takes the two of them 5 nothing on Friday. I mean, my weekend got off to an electric start seeing that. And then, you know, I tried to read in more about how Cornell's weekend went, but I got a headache just trying to figure out the matchups. Yeah, I think they beat some throwaway team back in Rochester after that. I think but. I think we got to get in contact with Cornell and just have someone like text us what their what their schedule is. Yeah, really like we need to get a pager just... system set up. Like, who are you playing? How did it go? Oh, mm-hmm. did you lose a game you should have won on Friday? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how we should run yeah, things. Let's do but, it. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah, and then you Let know, it's Miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where we live. But the team that actually is the best team in the Smart Kids Conference, <laughs> I'm gonna say it right now, Clarkson stays hot. Uh, you know, you you can at me on it if you want. They went three to one over Yale on Friday, four to one over Brown on Saturday. I mean, just summoning their inner Nico Storm and just taking the bull by the horns there. <laughs> That's our guys. Uh, Sturmy. Sturmy. Sturms. What's the coach from uh, Wisconsin? Oh, strobes. Right. <laughs> summoning the strobes, dude. Man, just ice packs. Just what a ice guy. packs for I just, days. You know what? Yeah, I like that guy. I like <laughs> pulled that up guy. his picture. <laughs> He's on the roster. He's, he's scaring me over there. Put him away. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Clarkson stays hot. Oh, I'm going to say they own the Smart Kids Conference for now. And then I'm getting so old that I remember when Dartmouth was good. Yeah. Don't you? Were those? You remember those? That's those were the days, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness. I, like, I feel like it was yesterday. But then you flash back to present day, and they just got spanked this weekend. I mean, like, they were absolutely put into timeout. They're in worse shape than Andy Reid after hitting the White House buffet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said the next up-and-coming team – the big green, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just took a big green doo doo this weekend. Okay, R- oh jeez, RPI takes Gross. it to them seven to one Friday, and then Union just <clears throat> gets in there four to three W on Saturday. Um, just a tough weekend for our Dartmouth, but you know who passed them in the standings? Bemidji. Yep, Quinnipiac. Mm-hmm. All the guys that you want to see up there. So I was happy to see that. That's enough smart kids. How about we move to the NCHC? How about them Bulldogs, James? Yeah, impressive. They're now they're hot. And dad is just turning up the temp in the house. Oh, God, he's um, getting ready. Yeah, he's I mean, getting ready. If there's one thing we know about our collective dad, he likes to travel. And mm. uh, he went to Denver and just kind of took over the state this past weekend. Yep. I mean, country roads. Uh, they slingshot past them in the standings. 3-2 to two win on Friday, 4-1 dub on Saturday. Just an absolute business trip <clears> for the boys there. Shout out Scott Prunovich. Another four apples being tossed out. I mean, this guy shops at Trader Joe's. Loves, loves him a good Honeycrisp, let me <laughs> tell you. Uh, I cannot wait to get back to grandma's watching the dogs for the three-peat. Oh, that's cocky. This one got me that's all the way cocky. tuned up for the tourney. I'm I'm thinking how early do I have to get there to get a picture, James? I don't know. I don't know, but I just... I'm going to say probably noon if the game's at like 5.30, but... Shout out to, to Noah Cates, though. I just pulled his stuff up on the... Dude, didn't he have three goals this weekend? Forward, sophomore forward, man. He's got, 20, he's got 25 points, though, in 26 games as a sophomore. It's pretty good for Duluth. Wagon. And he's drafted, too. Is he a wild prospect, or who drafted him? I forget. Cates. That kid's from Stillwater. I know that. Shouts. I know he's drafted. I forgot to write it down. But, I mean, everybody else knows, so we're good. <laughs> uh, he was drafted by the Flyers. By the Flyers? Yeah, fifth huh? round. So. Oh, God. They're gonna, they got some young talent coming in there, too. Not only the Canucks. The Lewis Hot. Just be ready for them. That's enough said about them, but, yeah, be ready. Yeah, I'll see you guys at Grandma's. Pretty excited. Um, <clears throat> then we had North Dakota, obviously, sweeping, as we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gucci is only three points out of the uh, leading college hockey in points now behind jack dugan who also had a nice weekend but gucci is coming bro he's coming you can see him over the shoulder and dugan's just just off is that gucci man yeah why does that guy look so good behind me (laughs) why is he decked out 
<laughs> Why is he decked out? <laughs> Why is he have so much drip? And and I don't. No, he does. And I don't. Yeah, he did. He, he definitely does. does. Dugan, I think he didn't play for like two weeks. Comes back three goals this past weekend. Yeah, he's insane, bro. Just a stud. Uh, but yeah, Nodak wins over Miami, I believe. You know, Colorado College. It was St. Cloud State and the Huskies that took care of business against Miami. They get a sweep to get back on track here. You know, our guy Sam Henches pulling a Patrick Mahomes and just making sure the curse remains broken. Yep. Thanks for coming on the pod again, Sam. Good times and uh, you know, keep on views there. So keep rolling things. Check it out on Spotify and Apple Podcast, everyone. Swipe up, download, re-download, and uh, you know, r- rinse and repeat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we can jump to the hockey east. Uh, kind of a quiet weekend there with the bean <clears> pot <throat> happening today, actually. Yep. Uh, but just a little brief recap of those games that happened on Friday. Boston College, big win, 3-0 over UMass that was on impressive Friday. impressive win, yeah. Yeah, just a little tune-up action, you know. Get get bean pot ready, mm-hmm. as they would say in the biz. Uh, another big game was Northeastern winning 4-3 to over Providence, despite Jack Dugan scoring his 8th and ninth of the season, like I mentioned. Uh, Tyler Madden and the boys were just too much for him. I mean, he was the guy who was drafted by the Canucks. I was well, thinking how about, about earlier. shout-out to Maine for the sweep over Merrimack? I mean, people forget about Merrimack sleepers but yeah. <laughs> Maine is coming they do have you know two yeah. of the top 15 scorers in college hockey uh you don't want to see them get hot come tourney time no you never know definitely not i hope they make it that'd be cool i'm rooting for them just the jays alone got me pumped thinking about it <laughs> yeah i love their jays yeah i mean they beat they beat boston college last week too though they swept oh, they've been them hot. they swept them i they've mean they've been you hot swept dude. bc and then you sweep merrimack now they play northeastern um yeah that would be fun to watch so Oh, yeah, this weekend. What up? So then we got, uh, you know, what to watch for this week. It's bean pot time, baby. It is bean pot time, man. I've not in the budget. Got? Not in the budget this year. I talked about it last week. I said the bean pot's coming up. I already took Northeastern. That's my team right oh, now. Oh, that's right. Okay. Who do you got? That's what I want to know. Uh, well, I don't have Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> we got we got Northeastern Harvard. That's at five Eastern tonight. Uh, and then we got Boston versus Boston Showdown at eight Eastern. <laughs> uh, so Harvard's gonna Stop. get spanked. I mean, I'm thinking Harvard passes more. More business cards than pucks. You know, gets D- rolled. You know Dornbach's listening right now. What's up, Dorney? Dorney and the fellas. Uh, it's nothing against Dorney. I just think that Northeastern, like like I said, they're coming off a big win over uh, Providence last weekend. They know how to play teams that can score. And, you know, Harvard scored 8-5 to five their last game over Union this past weekend. So they can score, but they also give up a lot of goals. And mm-hmm. I think Northeastern, Northeastern is going to be too much for them. So I have them winning game one. I'm going to say a Boston team wins in that other game. <laughs> yeah. Pretty safe prediction. And yeah. then Northeastern take also the takes too. it. Yeah. yeah. Smash that over. There's going to be pucks going in deep, pucks in net, and pucks in the twine. And, uh, yeah, Northeastern runs this one. Bean plot. You're, you're taking the same team as me? How fun is that? It's it's not as fun, but last time I went the opposite it was as you and took Badgers, and uh, they, yeah, they, they got they swept. So yeah. I'm sick of losing just for the sake of being I, I different. I, I, won, I won last week, so I, I get go it. for sweep. Boom. Well, I'll also take Niagara this no, coming I think weekend. I, I think I took the split on here. I don't remember, but yeah, um, bet on Niagara. Uh, they're gonna get back on track, but also bet on Northeastern Bean Pot. Yeah, probably can't hear this pot, but by the time it comes out, but they will have already won. Okay, so yeah. uh, there there's that. Go. No, yeah, we'll we'll be posting stuff on uh, online. So make sure to check that out. Any other big matchups this weekend? <clears throat> Who are your bees playing, James? Off weekend. Off weekend. Yep. What are you gonna watch? <laughs> I mean, I guess the Northern <laughs> Michigan Mankato series because we need we need a northern michigan to our boy griff dog is i mean he already hit the 20th goal mark i think he might you know touch 24 this weekend yeah maybe well he is facing the kickstand uh that guy is just a a monster and that's obviously parker toomey's gonna show out as he always does Mm -hmm. 
Uh, that one's going to be fun to watch. That's probably my number one series now that I think of it. I don't know. I The UMass Providence. Uh, UMass plays Providence? Mm-hmm. Is that at on, Providence? On the 7th. Looks like That's it. That's at UMass. Oh, well, on the 8th, it's at Providence. Yeah, at least yeah. They, I mean, they're not like the Smart Kids Conference. They actually give each <laughs> team a chance. Go back to back there. So good for them. Uh, doing things right. St. Cloud plays Colorado College. Not, not much to watch there. Water's going to be wet. I'm Sand interested inches. to see what RPI and Western Michigan will do. You say uh, RPI? Yeah. Had a sweep this past weekend, but Western Michigan is <laughs> a sweep. Okay. Yeah, and Big Ten's got a lot of matchups. Obviously, they're going to want to watch. Like we said, you don't really know who's going to take that tournament. Penn State and Ohio State, two teams know. that have been fluttering. For, for the sake of it, I hope Wisconsin gets a sweep this weekend because those boys are cool. They are. With them, that's cool. Well, and a very talented team that's just you know kind of been ready to break out all season. If they put it together come tournament time, it's you another know, team that man, could they, make it out. You know, so we are rooting for just you know out and an all-out battle. Playoffs, yeah, anything can happen. But they are playing at Michigan against Strauss Man, mm-hmm. who packs yeah, slippers, a- breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We should just go to that. Don't have the money, but we should just do it. Go to Yoast. I mean, I'm down. Maybe a good barn. If anybody wants to fund that trip for us as well, that'd be huge. Yeah, go fund me. We'll just get it started. You guys, however much money we get, we'll use that money. Go wherever. I like that. Let's do it. I'm gonna and set it up. The remaining amount will be donated <clears> to you know getting more pucks in deep. Or just like Turks, we could just take our loan out out of this contract, and then that's the direction just back to to Turks. We should bank we should call up Nico again, get some of that signing that, bonus thrown that, back at us. Yeah, uh, we could use it. That could work. Yeah, just pay it forward, Nico. Do the right <laughs> thing. Do the right thing. Use yeah. your heart. Um, so that's a series we're going to watch. Obviously, Wisconsin at Michigan, and then Michigan State comes to the U here. We might be going to that one we mentioned. Yeah, uh, I'm them Spartans are like, gritty. Just keeps putting the pocket like. He yeah. just lives in the back of the net. I mean, the only thing is I don't want to bring a hat because I don't want to throw it and lose it. So I might have to go bucket list. If that's, McManus that's is in the building, do not hairline. wear a hat. Do yeah. not wear it. You don't idea. want it. Mm-hmm. I might just shave my head then. Yep. Just come out full ready. The cone headline. It all works. <laughs> so there's just some big series. I'm trying to – I mean, Cornell plays toothpaste. That's – Cornell's probably going to win that one. Clarkson at St. Lawrence. I like I mean, Clarkson. We got, and then we got the – just the championship of the bean pot on Sunday. Um, People are going to tune in for that. Yeah, I don't know who's going to play who, but I just, I don't know. Well, we already said it's Northeastern versus if, Boston. It's, it's one, yeah. one of the Bostons. <laughs> it's Boston and Boston. Boston College, that's what it's going to be. I mean, you got to think. But I don't know, we'll see. I just assume that game's sponsored by Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing I that assume. It, Yeah, you got to get it. You got it down. That's, that's for sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. Well, thanks. Um, I can, that's about as much as I can do in that accent, but, uh, yeah, so you want to tune into the bean pot, uh, you know, if you're traveling anywhere, uh, Mariucci is obviously a good place to watch some hats be thrown and that's about it. Uh, make sure you guys tune in and, uh, you know, we got, uh, you know, we can do a better outro. On this yeah. Let's redo it. I want to mention Clarkson's at St. Lawrence. Say <laughs> You should say that. Okay. St. Lawrence in New York. <laughs> All right, yeah, so a lot of a lot of other matchups that you want to check out. You know, since Bemidji's not playing, maybe check out, you know, Clarkson over there at St. Lawrence. That'll be a <laughs> good matchup. New York. <laughs> oh, over there in New York, see? Uh, <laughs> the boys are really going to show out. I got to practice my Just tossing a deep. bunch of pucks in deep. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's that's really it, and that's that's kind of a wrap for that. Be Kind of a wrap, but, uh, I mean, the main the main dish here coming up is our interview with Nico Sturm. Ever heard of him? Clarkson, Clarkson alum. Uh, this guy's got a couple an, points with the Minnesota Wild. I hope to see him get the call back up. 
because you know what, Greg, quite frankly, I've watched the wild lately, not enough pucks in deep. Nope. But Nico's gonna do that for them, so he should be called up. As soon as the tank is off for the wild, then they call up Nico yeah. and start winning games again. So you're gonna want to hear what he has to say. Really smart guy. I mean, yeah, very, interesting story. That was good. That was good. Very thorough answers. You okay, can yeah. tell he thinks everything through even on the spot. So I can't even imagine what his Honestly, that, awareness like, is on the in ice. His ear, man, because it's just it, like we didn't send him any of these questions beforehand, and, and he just knew how to respond perfect. to every single yeah. one. Like, guys, he's a pro. You wonder he's why he was in the Smart Kids Conference. Well, he's a pro. He's so. definitely a pro. He's a pro's pro. So uh, yeah, tune into that. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Yep. All right, so welcome back to Pucks in Deep. On today's episode, we have a very special guest, Nico Sturm of the Minnesota Wild. Nico, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, pleasure having you on, man. Uh, you know, as you know, this is a college hockey podcast. You clearly left your mark on the game when you played for Clarkson from 2016 to 2019. You know, what was uh, your, your favorite memory from that time playing for the Golden Knights? Um, for sure, the uh, ECAC championship. Um, my junior year, uh, which was my last year, um, just kind of seeing the, the program, um, progress over, you know, just, just a couple of years that I was there, how far we've come from really, uh, our class coming in and, and we're kind of stuck in, in mediocrity a little bit, to be honest. And, and, um, made the CAC playoffs first round our first year and then uh, NCAA tournament our second year and kind of were able to cap it off with that championship. Um, you know, our coaching staffs worked extremely hard for it to see, uh, I think Casey Jones just done an incredible job there and to, to see him, um, you know, kind of being rewarded too for all the work that he's done and winning it in Placid, which is, um, you know, pretty close obviously to, to Clarkson having a, a lot of alumni there and, and seeing the, the turnout of, of of people uh, and you could just tell that it, it meant a lot to a lot of people and um to me personally i, I kind of knew at that point that you know my college career was going to come to an end so um yeah it was kind of kind of the perfect way to to uh finish everything off for sure yeah i mean you guys built it up and honest answer yeah they're on the map now and doing good yeah. this year too yeah nico that you know in regards to that um you were leading scorer for clarkson last season so you left them in good hands what do you think of, that they're doing this season that's so special and if you could would you you know suit up for them again down the stretch here <laughs> yeah i mean uh i mean i, I when i was i was there the last couple of days over we all-star break um mainly to visit my girlfriend who's uh who's on the, on, on the senior women's on a, a senior on the women's team and there's strong program over there as well yes seeing some of the guys and um you know they're obviously a great group of friends that um, I've, I've got a, a great bond with and, and a lot of them will, uh, you know, re- remain good friends for the rest of my life. And Casey and, and the staff has just done a great job of replacing guys. I mean, we've, you know, um, we've lost, we've lost, uh, obviously, Jay Kiley who was an incredible co- college goaltender and who's, I think, had a over a 90 safe percentage all three years that he was our starter there and, and to replace a guy like him like him with uh um you know a, a transfer goalie is uh is, is you know it's just kudos to the coaching staff and um um kudos to the other players who are stepping in in my role for example josh Dunn, from what i hear is he's doing a fantastic job and devin brisseau he's a two-year captain now and um three-year captain actually i think so um yeah they they, they find good players now i think now that the program's on the, on the map a little bit more over the last couple of years, it's probably a little bit easier to find recruits too. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, um, 
the renovations probably help a little bit too. Yeah, no, I see. Are they still doing work on the on the arena right now? That's what yeah, it looked like from yeah, your story uh, I saw. I mean, I can't really tell you what the official timeline is from, but from how everything looked when I was there the last couple of days, I would say like you know everything should be perfectly done for for next year that's what it looks like to me but uh, i could be wrong yeah well, that's good news either way and they they yeah. definitely deserve it so ready to hang yeah. the banner up right when it's all finished like <laughs> yeah yeah what do you what do you think are the chances for them this year you know get into the tournament and then frozen four championship i mean they're a top 10 team again and right. in, in, the, in the polls um i gotta i gotta be honest i haven't actually seen them you know, I've, I've seen, I think, one game. Right, no, uh, you're busy with your own. Obviously, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. busy playing myself uh, Friday, Saturday nights most of the time, so I haven't had the chance to see him play. But uh, out of conference play, the, they've played really good teams, and they've done a great job. And they're, uh, they're first in the ECAC or second, if I'm not mistaken. So it's going to be, you know, they'll uh, they'll have they'll have their spot in the NCAA tournament again. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive. And then from there, it's always like, there's really no, there's really no guarantees, but we right. obviously, uh, we obviously lost in the first round the last two years, so it'd be nice to maybe you know see him make him at least to the second round or maybe the Frozen Four. I think uh, that's been a long, long time since Clarkson's been there. Even getting in though and and playing in there, what's that feeling like playing in the tournament though? Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty cool. There's obviously some teams that you know just have a pedigree of kind of being there every year. And when we got there, our uh, uh, my my class sophomore year, when we got mm-hmm. there, it was the first time in a very long time that, that we, right. we had been there. And so, you know, we didn't like have guys on the team that could tell us what it's going to be like. It was kind of the first uh, appearance for everyone on the team, and to just um, grow through that process with a lot of guys. And then, you know, knowing what it feels like having that desire to get there again next year was uh, was big. I kind of just want to, you know, take it back a little bit. You know, obviously you grew up playing, or started playing hockey in Germany at least. You know, who was your biggest influence, would you say, you know, in, in hockey growing up in Germany? Um, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot different than here. I, I know that, you know, when I was a little kid, the the NHL wasn't, like, um, broadcasted, you know, in, in Germany or whatever. We oh, obviously really? Had like, we obviously had, like, the video games and we'd play that a ton but nice like one one player that was like my my idol growing up it's more like i think if you grow up playing in europe you you play for a hockey club and and you play for their youth teams and your dream or your goal is to kind of to eventually play for that senior team of whatever club you're playing for because as a little kid i remember being you know being from augsburg i remember being in the stands and just watching our senior team uh from the from the DL just play I'll be in the stands watching them and so you know obviously those goals or dreams they change as you grow older but um, it, right. it was just probably a different experience than what you know maybe a young uh, kid from North America or Canada would have uh, growing up yeah for sure yeah you're like this is as big as it gets here <laughs> and now you're yeah, yeah exactly you kind of you kind of as a little kid just don't you don't really understand or can't really cope uh, how big the hockey world really is for for you. It's just kind of your local your local squad, and that's kind of the those are kind of the stars in your in or the bit the big stars in your life. Right, but you get to figure that out a little bit once you go to Clarkson. But uh, what what made you choose to sign with Clarkson coming from there? Um, you know when I when I was about seventeen, 
19 or or 18. Yeah. And this is kind of kind of a long long story to take it back, but I just knew that I wanted to go study uh, abroad and preferably in, in North America. And um, at that point, I was you know in my hockey career and not really at a point where um, you know maybe I, I wanted to play professional hockey at some point, but I wasn't like I was not you know, thinking of the NHL or something like that. I was just not just not good enough at that point. And, and school was important for me, and I just knew that I wanted to study, and if I can, keep playing hockey. And so I started, you know, looking around, asking around, and, and um, my first, uh, or my advisor, uh, Jay Lugnowski, back in the day, who was a Michigan Tech alum, he, he's, uh, he works in Germany and helps a lot of kids that are playing college hockey here. Um, and he kind of kind of showed me the ropes and, and explained to me how how it works and that in order to play uh, you know college hockey in the U.S. Um, you have to play junior hockey first. And he also explained that like kids like that how good of a level college hockey is that like guys go play in the NHL and, and like I had no idea at that point I was just you <laughs> yeah, know kind of maybe trying to play hockey on the yeah. side a little bit and, and and get a good education. So so uh, I remember watching like. Uh, NCAA like the tournament at home there was like when I was 17 and my parents and I were watching those games and I think even they were like thinking there's no way you can play at that level <laughs> <laughs> they're probably worried about you he's just not like he's just too far away <laughs> so our first our first, uh, our first goal was to find a junior team which was in itself already a challenge because the German junior leagues, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like a highly touted prospect, you know, like, um, like Leon Dreisaitl when he was like a really young kid coming out of Germany, like everybody in North America knew who he was, you know, yeah. but I was like sure. that kind of player. And so it's tough to get scouted. Like nobody knew who I was. And so it was a challenge already to find a junior team, but we, we went through the process and I actually went over for a couple of tryouts and stuff. And it was a bit of a process, but, um, at some point, I found my way through the junior ranks, and um, I think uh, probably towards the end of my second year of juniors was uh, when I was with Austin in the North American Hockey League, and I had really good playoffs, and I had been drafted that spring already by Tri-City USHL, and that was kind of when the interest was really high from uh, not too many places, to be honest. Uh, I, I, I went on a recruiting uh, visit to Western Michigan and, and Clarkson, and Clarkson just really, uh, I, when I stepped on campus, it just kind of was like, this is it. Like for, me, for me, it was like, this is the spot where I want to be. It was, it's, uh, it was, it was small and, uh, I had a really good connection with the coaching staff. It kind of, you know, it was, I, I saw it as a spot where I, I was going to have the chance to develop into the player that I was, you know, getting better over the years of, of course of junior hockey and my goals changed as a hockey player as well so at some point you know I was starting to dream about the NHL and, and I thought that that place was going to give me the best opportunity while also having a fantastic education and I love the feel of the campus it's uh, 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 an environment with not a lot of distractions where I thought I could focus on what's going to be important in my life so it was a pretty easy decision for me. Um, so yet another question just you know, on deciding you know where to go obviously you had a lot of interest coming after your junior season for Clarkson you know leading the team in points great plus minus on the ice you know what made you choose to sign with the wild to start your professional career uh, yeah you know going through the process um, um, I looked at the team at, at every team with my advisor and there's obviously um, 
um, a couple teams that you kind of just can rule out right away in terms of you know that the cup, contender, cup contenders are just mostly you know <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and there's not a ton of room for your for uh, for a college free agent signee. So um, just some are easy to rule out, and then um, some are maybe you know markets where I you know thought I might. Um, might not be a great fit for me you know my my two advisors and I agreed that I should be in like a more traditional like a hockey market and not play maybe you know in I don't know uh, where the sun is shining I always yeah, you know, Arizona or, or something I, I always kind <laughs> of tended to, to uh, flourish in an environment where it's really all about um, where I can focus on the, what's really essential for me and, and I thought um, the biggest thing was opportunity. Where's the opportunity big? And, and you know, where is going to be a center spot open? Maybe not right away, but in the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> for me, it was, um, you know, then you can narrow it down to a handful of teams and, and that it really makes sense. And then you, then you ask yourself, you go from there and ask yourself, um, you know, where do I feel comfortable? And, and I have great ties in Minnesota. Uh, Jay Kiley, his family is from there. Um, and I've, I've, I'm over there in the summer for dinner when I can. And my girlfriend's from there as well. And I played, obviously, a year junior hockey there. So I just really felt like this was a spot where I can not only play hockey, but where I could feel really comfortable and just see myself just living, too. Absolutely. You, you kind of got the accent down already, too. So that's, that's a bonus. You sound Minnesotan. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I am too, so no judgment. We are, but uh, yeah. being in the Wild organization and being a center, have you been able to pick uh, Miko's brain at all? Yeah, you know what? The very first day I was there, um, <laughs> I uh, I was uh, supposed to play against, I think it was Winnipeg, and uh, my working visa wasn't uh, oh, no. wasn't approved <laughs> yet, and um, Miko Yikes. was obviously hurt at that, at that time still. Um, and, um, then I, I ended up watching that game next to next sitting next to him. Um, and it was like my first day there and I was just so, so starstruck and so, uh, so, you know, shy that I don't think I said a word to him (laughs) when I sat next to him. Um, that's obviously something that's changed over the last, you know, and now it's almost a year where, you know, going through those going through the end of the season with the team then going through the entirety of camp and spending um you know a small part of the se- of this season with the team as well it's like you get to just not only see what you know what what does he do on the ice after practice you know what are the skills that he works on but also um how he conducts himself uh, you know in the locker room around the staff and 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 the people um, I think a lot of those, what does he do in the weight room? You know, he's an older player and he's still playing in the NHL. So there's, you know, reasons for that, not only on the ice, but also, you know, how do you take care, care of your body and, and, and whatnot. So. Right. For sure, time to learn from a veteran like that. That's got to be yeah. awesome to, you know, pick up from. Um, and then eventually, obviously, you did get to make your NHL debut for the Wild. You know, what was that, your first game like, suiting up for, for the boys against, I think you guys played the Bruins, was it? Yeah, we played uh, we played Boston, and, and at that point we're out of uh, playoff contention. So I, the juice was probably a little bit gone with a lot of the boys, and I can't blame him after an eighty game season. Sure. But but for me for me it was obviously you know I don't think I'll ever have as much energy as I had in that game. You just you just buzz around out there. And you what was the solo it. lap like? And then you go out. Yeah, you know what? When they sent me out there, the first thing I focused on was 
trying not to fall, you know, <laughs> sprinting on the ice or um, do anything stupid. So not to embarrass myself, my first solo lap. So um, that was the first thing I thought of. And then, um, you know, once you come back from warm-ups and uh, actually uh, Bruce had me, uh, start, had me in the starting lineup, I was kind of, I was, I was obviously really nervous too. And um, Excel Energy Center was uh, sold out, I'm pretty sure. And oh, I got my family there and I was starting. Uh, so that was pretty pretty exciting. I was obviously really nervous uh, my first game. And, and then, um, you know, obviously, as you know, you get more games under your belt, they kinda, that kind of goes away. But also to uh, have my family there was obviously extremely special. Absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Had to be surreal. That solo lap would scare me. I'm, I'm going down, yeah. I'm going down. Um, yeah. Obviously, put up a few assists already, but what do you think your celly is going to be, you know, when you score your first goal for the Wild? You going to throw the gloves up and shoot it down, maybe, or grab some ice? What are we, what are we thinking? Um, you know, I, I hope that it's going to – I just hope that it's going to be a goal that matters. Absolutely. Um, I like that answer. Always, I think that's always uh, a lot more exciting – um, I know uh, one of my uh, line mates now, Jerry Mayhew. He uh, he scored his first goal this year in Toronto, and Saw I think that. at that point they were, they were already down a couple of goals, and the game, and it was like really late in the third. And then you kind of don't want to, you know, he didn't really want to sell you. Yeah, it kind of sucks because it's such a huge moment for yourself. Um, for sure. That I just hope that it's gonna be, you know, a goal that matters for the team, and then I can, you know. Um, I, I'm, I'm not a guy who plans like Sally's. No, um, and, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of emotion. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, hopefully, you get another crack at it this year, um, exactly. soon. I think you know they're in a spot. They're not out of it yet either. They're still grinding. So, what's what's the yeah. energy like in not just Minnesota but Iowa as well? What's the energy around the team organization? Uh, yeah. Obviously, Minnesota is. Um, you know, it's gonna be. My assumption is that it's gonna come down to the. You know, the uh, to the wire, really. Like it, pretty much like it was last year. Like when I came there, the, the, that game that I was supposed to play against Winnipeg was when they, when they kind of dropped out of playoff contention. That was three games before the end of the year. So I assume that it's going to be a really, a really tight race till the end again. And um, you know, obviously there's uh, there's rumors and stuff about maybe guys getting moved or whatever. But I I obviously don't have any insight into that. Uh, yeah. Um, but, what's you know, that? Just, what's that feeling like, though, knowing that you know, at any time you could be moved. Now, I mean, versus college, you knew you were staying there for however long. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I was when I was talking to uh, to Casey and the staff at uh, Clarkson this week. I was like, that the biggest difference is that in college you're just kind of in a, you know, in a protective bubble. You know. Yeah, you know, you got class Monday morning, and <laughs> exactly. there's sure. no and there's no one like yeah, there's. There's, there's guys fighting for spots, but there's no one from the outside who's gonna come in and and, and take your spot away or, or you know as a, as you go throughout the years you kind of just establish yourself and you don't have as much pressure anymore and so that's really different now it's everybody's fighting for that in one or two spots that might be kind of vacant in in, in in Minnesota and um, I think that also. Uh, kind of fuses the team together here or gels the team together here in Iowa is that um, you know we have a really good team here and, and I think our position in the standings kind of shows shows that we have a, a lot of players who, who have aspirations to play in the NHL 
and we're really supportive of each other. I think every time somebody went up this year um, and got the shot, guys were happy for wh- whomever it was. And so I think it's really it's 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 very stressful, obviously, if you're if you're a bubble player like I am right now, and um, just you know not only the, the physical stress of traveling back and forth. Uh, when you get, do get called up, and, and the AHL life obviously being tough itself, but also the mental uh, the mental part of it, where it's like, hey, I'm going up, and, and they think they think you know really highly of me, and then you get sent down again, and, and and you you know you ask yourself what what I have to do, you know what's wrong, like what do I have to do differently to stick up there? So mm-hmm. it's, it's tough, but the, the boys are really supportive of, of each other here in Iowa. That's for sure. We have a great group. That's very cool. I mean, do, when you do know that you get the call up, I don't know how much in advance it is, but does your family come and get to see you every game, or your girlfriend, or whoever? Uh, or? My, my family is obviously back home in Germany. Right. So, um, do they get to come they, though? Uh, they actually, I actually got lucky this year that um, I got called up around Christmas and New Year's, and uh, that my family was going to come over regardless of, of where I was. And I actually got to see some uh, action of me playing in Minnesota, and then I got. Uh, I got sent back to Iowa, and they got actually to see because it's only four hours away. Right. They went to Iowa as well, and they got to see me play here in Iowa. So they were here for uh, I think ten days, and, and got to see me uh, play for both teams. So that, that was I kind of I kind of locked out on that. Usually, my parents try to make it once a year, and and uh, my my girlfriend's obviously been busy uh, being a senior. She's playing, so she, yeah. she uh she uh, she uh, I just got lucky once again that it was Christmas and she was home. So perfect. That's uh, very so cool then for you. Kind of perfect how it worked out that year. Um, so yeah, just you know, being a player that, like you said, started playing in Germany and you know really didn't have know what to look at coming to America. What would you say to you know a young, inspiring athlete that wants to become a college hockey player and then you know maybe eventually the pros if they're just growing up playing hockey in Germany? I mean, you gotta have you gotta have a plan uh, or, or or a definite a definite goal being set. You know, my my goal coming over was to earn a division one scholarship that was my initial goal and i was i was yeah i was i was far away when i initially came over and um now it's turned into me you know um being almost in the nhl so it's much more than i could have ever dreamt of um so i would say you definitely need to have that you know write it on a piece of paper put it on your wall or whatever but you you know i didn't just come over and, and i was like well let's see what happens here <laughs> yeah. um, I, I definitely said i want to go play division one college hockey like that's my goal and, and you know it didn't look great at the start i was struggling playing even you know junior hockey in the north american hockey league but um and there were there were always people who, were, who said i wasn't going to make it but um you got to believe in yourself and, and listen 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 to your coaches um, but but listen to uh, to the critics of, of people who uh, who you know who want to help you, not just who want to you know destroy you know want to say that you can't achieve something just because maybe they weren't able to. So for me, mm-hmm. for me, it was setting a clear goal when I came over was go and play college hockey and um, to see all the all the things that have developed uh, for me just because I came over here. It's pretty incredible, you know. Not only am I, I am I going to finish my education soon. Um, I was able to, you know, turn my my journey into a 
professional hockey career and and um and um you know i met my girlfriend who, who i've been dating for uh, three and a half years now so a lot of great things in my life have happened um from taking a chance you know when there were right. really no guarantees whatsoever that, about what was going to happen Ooh. so be, be, uh, um you know you got to be faithful there were a lot of times where i struggled uh mentally and you just got to stick with it during the time soon when it gets really tough so surround yourself with people where where you know who critique you in an honest way but who are also really supportive of you i don't, sure. I don't want to put you on the spot here but now that you got a contract and a girlfriend of three years is uh the rain on a bucket list here <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> we always we always we always joke around with uh with the guys that are uh, have that, that have girlfriends here and that are not engaged or married yet but, hey can you, um, can you tell my ex-roommate kyle bauman to just get the rock out the girl deserves oh, it oh yeah oh yeah bauman. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. no it's uh it's uh she's she's been uh she's been incredible and 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 she she's been you know one of those people that have um are part of that support system that you really need um, because it's not always uh, a journey that goes upwards and uh, it's also a journey that where you where you're full of self-doubt sometimes and you need those people in your life and 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 she and, and her family too they've been amazing with helping me here that's great i like that i got uh one question i gotta ask that's not really hockey related but just scrolling through your instagram you know i saw a picture of you guys winning a dodgeball tournament back at school um, yeah. yeah. Did the teams that you play against they have to sign a waiver going up against D1 athletes, or you know, how did that uh, go? We weren't. Uh, I think it was. Uh, if I remember correctly, that was my freshman year, and it was it was a, a relay where we, um, if I if I'm not mistaken, where we tried to uh, collect money for the fight against cancer. Cool. Okay. So it's a good cause that, when you're mowing people that, down. Yeah. There part you of go. that was. Uh, um, a dodgeball tournament but we're we were supposed to have like our hockey team our men's team was supposed to have just like a station in that relay and we didn't really sign up initially but they they didn't have enough teams and, and we weren't really <laughs> equipped to play we weren't really wearing sports here either and we said yeah sure we'll join and then sure enough the the athlete and the competitor in you comes out and you're like well heck yeah we're gonna win this thing we're not gonna we're not gonna lose against uh you know i don't know who we played against um, regular students, but also other sports teams. That's kind of how it always turned. turned right. out. We kind of entered the tournament just, you know, as being a fun thing, and then at the end, we got really competitive. I like that. Yeah, I picture it like Billy Madison and Dodgeball just taking care of kindergartners compared yeah. to you guys. <laughs> uh, I guess last question here, because unfortunately James' phone is literally dying because we're that unprepared. But uh, I take it, do you speak any German at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm completely. Okay, awesome. I was hoping. So, do you know how to say "pucks in deep" then in German? Um, Pucks tief. Pucks tief. Hell yeah. That's going. Could you? We want to just get the (laughs) most badass intro ever. Could you just say your name and say, "And this is Pucks in Deep." Um, ich bin Nico Sturm und das ist Pucks tief. My man, that nothing's gonna top that. I got chills. That is just absolute goosebumps (laughs) running down my arms right now. Oh my god. All right. Um, yeah, I think that I mean, we could do another interview some other time when James's phone is not literally no, one percent. Hey. I gotta swear, hey, I'm mad. Watch it. Watch I'm mad right now. Out. But uh, Nico, we really do want to thank you so much for for talking with us, man. This was awesome, and uh, we hope to you know see you in a wild sweater soon. 
Come, yeah, Nico, come to a game for you. Best of luck the rest of the year and put, put Bauman in his place for me down there. Uh, tell him to propose. Uh, it's just overdue. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the podcast, guys. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, shout out to Clarkson, too, and uh, we hope to get out yeah. there for a game. I want to go to their new arena. Yeah, absolutely. The so. new uh, renovations, really, they're, they, uh, they're stunning. So um, if you get a chance, check it out. Absolutely. Well, yeah, you have a good we'll one. Plug it. Good luck. Yeah, take care, man. Yeah. Ich pack mein Herz bei dir heute Nacht, heute Nacht.